scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. Level two begins now. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency, the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else uh, in between on this angry Thursday night uh, throwdown rolling into Friday the 13th. So would we have it any other way? And there is a lot of anger in the air. Listen, I always have fun talking with Teddy Covers, uh, but let's just be real. That was freaking terrible, man. If you're the Tennessee Titans, you know, if I didn't bet on it, and I actually like them. That's the thing. I actually like the Tennessee Titans. I'm a Buffalo Bill fan. I should hate them because of the Music City Miracle, but I like Eddie George. I like Steve uh, McNair. I like uh, Mike Vrabel. I like Tannehill. I like Derrick Henry. Uh, you know what, though? They screwed my Buffalo Bills over, and now the Titans are starting to screw me over. All right? You're starting to screw me over, man. I'm like Jimmy on Kramer. Uh, I don't know. Jimmy doesn't like people that take food uh, off his table, man, because that's what the Tennessee Titans are doing uh, right now. They're taking food, man. I order Chinese food tonight. I'm going to end up eating, like, mac and cheese every night. I can't afford Chinese food. I can't afford Uber Eats if I keep betting on the Tennessee Titans. I actually probably still can, but that's besides the point. The Tennessee Titans suck. Steven Koskowski sucks. The guy, like, like really, bro, he's hanging on longer than Donald Trump is, all right? <laughs> like, Koskowski, like, just give it up, bro. Stop the count. Like, you know, count the vote, whatever, dude. It's over. All right? It's done. <laughs> no affidavit's going to save your ass. It's over, Koskowski. All right? Like, just, you know, just give it up, bro. Like basically, if you know, I, I don't like, be, I don't, I don't want to be a jerk here, but the name of the show is Sports Rage, and I guess I am a jerk. So, but if Guskowski, if I'm Guskowski, I actually step aside myself. I actually walk in the room and I say, "Listen, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, I've cost you guys two, three football games this year. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm taking this. I'm gonna step down." And no one will stop them. They'll all go, we wish you the best, bro. No one's going to stop. Like, what do you wait? Like, really? Like, are you going to hang on? You're trying to just make that extra 88000 every two weeks? I guess that's the case, man. Well, you know what? Since you're hanging on and you're making so much money for sucking, Gostowski, how about you send me some money? I swear to God, any player that's ever played for the New England Patriots screws me. Tom Brady's on the Bucks, he screws me. Gostowski's on, on the Titans, he screws me. Sports Rage Screwjob continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. But how much? $100? $200? $1,000? Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock, No. <laughs> Late Night Anger Management class continues. It really is, too. I would say, you know what? I'd say we all need to chill out, but it's been a good show, so uh, no need to chill. We'll just ride. You got to, you know, 
I think you got to, this is a lesson in life, actually. As somebody that doesn't sleep, although I've come to the conclusion I do have insomnia, okay? I do. I was reading about it. I am a full-out insomniac. I used to just think, nah, I'm just, I have a lot of things to do. It's like, nah, nah, you just, you, you're an insomniac. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm sure you guys get this feeling sometimes, you know, you're up late. It's like four in the morning. And you're like, I got to go to bed. Like, and you're sort of like, you know, you're watching TV, you're sort of, you know, you're half into it, you're half out, you're listening to my show, whatever, you're half into it, and you're like, I got to go to bed, man, right? And there's sort of this internal thing that you feel bad. You're like, oh, my God, it's four in the morning. What am I doing up, et cetera? But I've come, you know, you want to be happy in life. It's like, why? Why do you have to go to bed? <laughs> like, like, why don't you just sort of like, why are you going to stress yourself out? Like, we're all so hard on ourselves in life all the time, right? It's like, so, like, I don't know, like, why? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, I'll go to bed when Star Trek's over, and uh, I feel like it. How's that sound? <laughs> and life's a lot better if you don't fight yourself. There's enough people to fight in this world. You don't need to fight yourself uh, with this stuff. So, like, basically, like, you know, I used to, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I'm like, dude, it is what it is. You can't change the clock. Enjoy it. Ride, ride, ride the wave, right? Ride the roller coaster that is life. So it's the same thing. I was going to say, all right, everyone should just chill out here, but why? You know, our mood tonight, Yang, is is hostile. Uh, there's been a chain of anger this evening, in which and listen, these guys, Yang's doing a great job in master control, Midtown Manhattan. All right, we're all good, um, buddy. Yeah, he gets put in tough spots. Um, you know, new computers, uh, new trainees, uh, new everything, new in between. Um, so, and I'm going to be real. You know, for people, this might surprise some people tuning in, but sometimes I get angry. I know, I know, I know it's shocking. <laughs> I know it's shocking that you can believe, but, um, you know, like, Bill O'Reilly's meltdowns don't have anything on me, although I do get better because, um, you know, um, you know, we if we're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> so we come on tonight, and like, yeah, there's a couple of things going on, but I got to be honest, I got I got brought into the vortex of stress by by our crew. I was fine. I sat down before the show. I'm fine every night. But as Yang knows, I'm always fine when I sit down, Yang. But as you also know, I can go from fine to like raging very quickly. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah, I no, sat yeah. down <laughs> and everything was fine. I'm like, hey, guys, what's up? It was pretty and then scary. By like 908, I'm like, oh, God, man. <laughs> like, I'm just like, and then, and then by 912, the emails goes, get start getting sent. I'm like, all right, like, like all the time I rush, I'm like, oh, I gotta send an angry email about this. And I'm like, no, no, don't do it. No one cares. You just gonna piss people off. It's gonna start a chain of anger. All right. It's gonna it's, I'm gonna write a song, Chain of Anger. Great name for a song. It's just gonna start a chain of anger. But I couldn't help myself yet. <laughs> so and nah, but I, I didn't throw you under the bus. <laughs> I just stated, I said, it's constant chaos. It's chaos here. So, you know, I'm trying to do a show and you know, I got bullets flying around me. It's, you know, come on. Then I got an angry email back. I hear you in the background yelling at people and like dropping f bombs. <laughs> <laughs> no. and, and then I knew I knew I pissed management off because I just didn't get one email. I got like three back. It's an effing pandemic. Why don't you like just shut up and do the show? <laughs> it's like then I'm getting it. And then I'm getting mad, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, and now it's my fault, huh? Sports raids, buddy. I hear you during the break. Stop calling me. Shut up, bro. You're flipping <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right, everyone's about to blow here. Uh, I stopped responding to the emails. I, I jumped off the chain. I was like, all right, I'm going to shut up. I'm out. It's like a poker game. 
Okay. And I said, my I, my hand has been played. I'm out. And um, But I got to tell you, I've been in this business a long time, and uh, this is definitely the angriest, uh, the angriest network like uh, I've ever been on. Um, but, you know, I forget at times, like, you know, everyone's, you know, shocking, but New Yorkers can get uh, loud quickly and stuff. But one good thing is about Sports Grid, the gloves come off and um, uh, the gloves come off and people get angry and it's a hostile environment. Uh, but um, there's never any hard feelings. You got to have thick skin in New York City. Thick skin in New York uh, City. All right. Otherwise, you know what? You know, go work in Topeka or something like that. Nothing against Topeka, but uh, you won't get yelled at as much in Topeka. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of yelling in New York. Uh, that, that's shocking. Shocking. I, I know. I'm telling people. Yeah, you'd be surprised that uh, New Yorkers get angry. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it it happens. But uh, yeah, fun fun times tonight. Great stuff uh, with Teddy uh, so far. But yeah, it's just one of those. Um, I'm telling you, it's the time of the year. People are getting pissed off about this COVID stuff. I know I am. I've been very positive through the coronavirus, understanding that we don't control it. You know, hey, it's good to be alive. And so what? Things close early. But it's getting worse, right? So it's frustrating. Like, you know, you can't go out. I'm not allowed to have more than two visitors. I Like, honestly, like people in prison, like, have more visitors than I do. <laughs> like, like like, I'm not, like, I'm honestly, like, I'm breaking the law if I have more than two visitors. Fortunately, I don't have any, all right? <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> I'm like someone at Alcatraz. I'm left alone. Uh, don't worry about me, Argentina. I'm already dead. Uh, but, um, you know, it's frustrating. It's always dark out. You know, there's, like, these sports. You can't go to games. Or if you go to games, I got fooled tonight, too, and my bad. I'll apologize for ripping the Tennessee Titan organization for their lack of social distancing and fans. Like I, you know, I saw like you know the the end zone was full, but I was watching on a computer. I was doing a live radio show at the time, but I saw the stands were full of the end zone. The stands weren't full in the end zone. It's half real fans, half cardboard cutout fans. <laughs> I got fooled by the cardboard cutouts. They look pretty realistic, man, on TV. It's actually a good idea to social distance fans. So I give them credit. It's actually a very good idea. You basically have a couple of people sitting in the seats. You put like six cardboard cutout fans in each seat, and then you have real fans again. So I got fooled. I looked into the end zone. I'm like, dear God, the end zone's packed. They're all sitting right next to each other. Cam saw the same thing. He goes, I know. Look at it. They're all right next to each other. Yeah, me and Cam are just idiots, all right? We're just stupid. We're morons. We're, we're idiots. And um, they're cardboard cutouts. They mix it up. Philadelphia does that, too. You'll notice, watch the Eagles the next time they're at home. You'll notice in the end zone, there's cardboard cutouts and psychos from Philly, like, mixed in together. <laughs> like, you imagine, like, going to a game. This is 20. You go to a game and you sit next to a cardboard cutout. You know what? I want to go to a game, actually. I'm, I'm itching to go to a game. And uh, I want to go to a game and I want to sit next to a cardboard cutout and just like act like a crazy person, buy like bar the cardboard cutout drinks and stuff, like just pour the drink on them. <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? If there's a cardboard cutout at the team of the, uh, you know, fan of the other team, beat the crap out of the cardboard cutout, start punching things. The best was during the baseball season. 
I forget who it was who hit the home run, but somebody smoked the home run and they took the head off of someone. <laughs> like the poor fan. Like that's something that like would freak me out. Like if that happened to me, if I'm the fan, like you imagine you get a cardboard cutout, you pay like 300 bucks, they put it in the outfield for the year. And like you of all people got decapitated by a home run. <laughs> like, like the ball out of everywhere in the stadium, it hits your cardboard cutout and knocks your head off. That happened to someone. <laughs> that's, that's too good. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bet your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. You know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Hey, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. Late night anger management class, gambling class. Thank you, Bobby Riggs. Thank you, sir. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. I've told you guys a million times, if you haven't seen the movie, it's it's worth uh, worth watching. And I don't, I don't, I don't watch a lot of movies. I don't have a lot of time. We were just talking about it, all right. I watch old TV shows only. Right? Uh, but I have watched a couple of movies. I'll share them with you in a moment. I've happened to watch two movies like in the last three nights, only because I literally watched. I didn't even know that Star Trek was three seasons. Um, I didn't know it was three seasons only. I knew, I don't know. I knew it was short, you know, three, four. But I didn't realize, all right. So, but the thing is, their seasons were long, man. Like, you know, it's like 30 episodes a season or something, like 32, 33 episodes. I think there's like 96 of them. So I've actually watched, guys, like 90 of the 96. I couldn't get through the first one. It's not even Kirk. It's Pike, Captain Pike. <laughs> it's real bad. Like, uh, it's real bad. Like, the, the real cast isn't there. It was like the pilot and stuff. The pilot sucked. I couldn't get through it. I tried to watch it to be hardcore to say, yeah, yeah, I watched the first episode. I couldn't get through it. By the end of it, I was like, I don't care what happens to you, any of you. <laughs> like, I don't care. I hope the aliens kill you and eat you. Uh, but Battle of the Sexes for, you know, gambling-related movies, as I've said before. So you might think, well, Battle of the Sexes about Billie Jean King. Listen, Billie Jean King, you should know the story if you're a sport fan about Billie Jean King, a real trailblazer. Billie Jean King, one of the most influential people in the history of sport. Uh, one of the greatest tennis player, female tennis players ever. Uh, she was a badass, man. She was a real badass. Like, um, she's also like you know, one of the first first major athletes to be gay, oh, openly gay. But like, she was so good and so powerful, like you know that the women weren't making any money on the tour, and she basically said, "I'm not playing." She was the champion, the U.S. U.S. Open champion. She's like, "Yeah, I'm not playing." She said, and in fact, not only am I not playing, I'm going to start my own tour. And she did, the Virginia Slims tour, which, which was successful. Like, she was powerful. Like, she really made people money and changed things. And, of course, she had the classic game, the Battle of the Sexes against Bobby Riggs. So Bobby Riggs uh, was a tennis player. 
Um, he won the amateur Wimbledon. He'd, he'd won some big tournaments and stuff. He wasn't, like, the best player in the world, but, like, he, you know, he won a major, and, like, he he milked it, but he was he was a funny guy, right? So, in real life, he was a nice guy and stuff, but he played up, like, the chauvinistic jerk type stuff, right? He goes, yeah, yeah I love women in the kitchen, right? And, uh, you know, the ki- women in the kitchen jokes, and, and basically, so he was retired, and he said Billie Jean King was still playing. And he said, I'm I'm old. He goes, I'm 48 or 52. I'd beat her. And they actually did the game, right? They actually did the match at the Houston Astrodome. And she beat him. <laughs> she smoked him. Uh, so she smoked him. And a lot of people thought that he threw it and because he was a degenerate gambler in real life. But he didn't throw it. He just got beat. He wasn't going to beat her, right? He wasn't going to beat her. Like, she was damn good. He was old and stuff. And he didn't take it seriously either. So it's a true story, too. In the movie, it's gold, guys. They're at the Houston Astrodome, and she's much better than he thought, right? So right away, he's like, and it's everything is true. Like, they, they, everyone associated, I'll say, it's exactly how it happened. It's like the most accurate retail ever. Like, Billie Jean King said it scared her how accurate everything was. Like, that's what's cool about it. So it's a true story. I read up on it, too. So... Um, you know, it's hot as hell. They're in the Astrodome and stuff. And Bobby Riggs comes out with a bunch of women in, like, a chariot. Like, he's a king carrying them. And, like, people are booing him and stuff. It's like wrestling almost. He comes out. He's got women carrying him. And, like, and he's wearing a jacket, man, with a sponsor on the back, okay? Because Bobby Riggs is such a DJ. He, like, lost a bet. And, like, he paid off, like, a $50,000 bet by wearing a jacket during on national television. So he's it's real story. So he's sitting there in between, like they played a couple of games. He's sitting there and he's down like three nothing. And he's like, man, I'm hot. And he goes, I'm really, he goes, I don't feel good. Like he, he's like, he tells his trainer, he goes, I don't feel well, man. He goes, it's freaking hot in here. He goes, she's better than I thought. And he goes, I got problems. And he goes, you got to take the jacket off, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby goes, I can't. <laughs> He goes, I can't. He goes, I took fifty. He goes, if I got fifty thousand dollars on this, he goes, I if I if I if I take the jacket off, I got to pay the guy fifty thousand dollars, right? So he goes, I can't take the jacket off. It's just too good, man. It's just too good. Like he's such a degenerate. So like he he makes his money in real life after it was a true story. So like he made his money in real life after playing tennis for money, <laughs> like so. Like, he'd go sort of like golf. Like, he'd play against CEOs and, like, rich people. Except since he won Wimbledon, he had to, like, it was a handicap match. So, it's gold, man. There's, like, a scene, and it's all true. So, he's, Bobby Riggs is playing, and he's got two dogs attached to him. Because <laughs> he's all drunk. And Bobby goes, I can beat you with two dogs. He goes, I can have two dogs on a leash and beat you. And he's playing someone that's good. And Bobby Riggs literally has two dogs on leashes attached to his wrist. He's playing. He's like, the dogs are chasing the ball and stuff. He's like, hey, back off. And he's hitting the ball. Uh, And then so he wins with the dogs. And they're like, all right, we're raising it up a notch. And then Bobby Riggs was playing people where they were putting chairs on the court. So Bobby Riggs is jumping over chairs, smashing the ball back. But he's such a degenerate, he lost all of his money that he won playing uh, playing tennis, and his wife was going to leave him in real life unless he went to Gamblers Anonymous, and that's where the scene is. 
And he says, we're not here because we're gamblers. We're here because we're bad gamblers. Because <laughs> we don't need to stop doing what we're doing. We need to win. Right? Great, great scene. Great movie. And like I said, so you think it's about all just about Billie Jean King and stuff. It's not. It's actually a gambling movie. Like half the movie is about Billie Jean King and her battle with tennis. And the other, they really did a good job of splitting it. Like, so it's half about Billie Jean King. And the other half is like about uh, Bobby Riggs and his life. <laughs> and then they collide, right? It's just too good. Right? And like Bobby Riggs calls her in the middle of the night. She's like, you got to be kidding me. Bobby Riggs, why are you calling me? She's like, you chauvinistic bastard. He's like, no, 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 no. It's all an act. <laughs> He's like, and the crazy thing is, they became buddies. They became really, really good friends after. Great, great movie. Great gambling scenes. Like, if you like gambling movies, great, great movie. Uh, it's it's really, 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 uh, really funny. So, I brought up uh, movies. I watched uh, Death Wish the other night, the make the uh, the remake with uh, with Bruce Willis. The remake. And I'm a big fan of the Charles Bronson movies. I like that old school stuff. Like. I don't watch a lot of stuff, but I do like that, you know, that realm of movie. Big fan of like the 70s death with chain of movies. Charles Bronson, his family gets murdered, and then he goes vigilante on your ass. Great stuff. Big, big fan. <laughs> so uh Jimmy Page. That's like the scary New York. All those movies filmed in New York and like, you know, in the Bronx in the 70s and stuff. The creepy music. Uh great, great movies. So they did a remake with uh, with Bruce Willis recently. And um, I like Bruce Willis. Um, so I'm like, hey, I'll check this out. I like I like Death Witch. I like Bruce Willis. Uh, it's nowhere near. It's not the same. It's good. It's good. It's not the same, though. It doesn't, it's not as gritty. It's a little too polished, but the theme is the same thing. You know, his family gets messed with, and then Bruce Willis starts messing people up. Uh, but it's pretty good. There's some good scenes. I enjoyed it. So I recommend it uh, after this show, if anyone's looking, if you're ever looking for a late night uh, view, a death wish with uh, Bruce Willis, Marenzi approved. Marenzi approved. And exactly, good call by our boy Crash in the chat, who actually works in the film industry in, in LA. Good call, Crash. As you know, that's why like you can't remake the movie The Warriors. You know, one of the best movies ever, The Warriors. You can't, they always wanted to remake it. There was talk of remaking it. And I, you know, a lot of people have talked about it and even bought the rights and stuff. It just doesn't work. You can't do it. Like, the, you know, like how are you going to do it? Just doesn't work. Like, you know, just leave it be. It's just one of those classics, leave it be. But I don't have a problem with it. It was a good movie, Death Wish. Like I said, yeah, it's not great. It is what it is. It's like mindless in an hour and a half of your life of watching Bruce Willis shoot people in liquor stores, but it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. I'm just talking about movies since Friday the 13th now, so it's like, oh boy, I better watch Friday the 13th at some point. It's going to be on. Um, and the other movie I watched, I watched this last night, actually, at like four in the morning when I was putting my master's picks together, um, is the, uh, the Equalizer 2. I never saw the first one, but I used to be a big fan of the Equalizer, the TV show. And... Um, Denzel Washington now plays the Equalizer in the movies. And uh, Denzel Washington, one of my favorite actors. I've never seen Denzel, like, be bad. Like, the guy's just badass. <laughs> like, uh, I got to tell you, that movie, Equalizer, really good. I enjoyed it. I don't say really good often, but uh, The Equalizer 2 is a very good movie. Same thing. Just Denzel Washington messing people up because his family got messed up. 
You notice there's a theme of movies that I'm enjoying? Yeah, yeah, I like I like the vigilante and like uh, shooting a bunch of <laughs> like every every movie after on Netflix, I'm like, yeah, more of the same. It says more movies like this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, what else do you have like this? Um yeah, very good movie, but he's um he's he's an awesome actor, Denzel Washington. Great, great, uh, great, great actor. Great, uh, great actor. But a lot of sports movies suck. There's not a lot of good sports movies. And gambling movies generally suck as well. There's a couple of good ones. But Battle of the Sexes is uh, definitely right up there. All right. On the other side, I'm going to share something with you that I don't really want to do. But I know a lot of you won't bet this anyways. Because I don't want to start moving a number. And I'm the only one that seems uh, in North America that seems to be on to this right now. Oh, yeah. How'd that uh, over under eight and a half punt prop do tonight? Indianapolis Colts punted once. Like, it's not even getting close. It's a secret. Don't tell anyone. Like the stonecutters. It's a secret. Shut up. It's a secret. This is sports rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Don't ruin your appetites. I'm buying lunch for everybody on me. Oh, what's the occasion? I'm rich. I won my bets on the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, and I chunked it all on a hockey game, and I won that. All right, all right. How much did you win? 116 bucks. What a windfall. Yeah. Yeah, I still feel tingly. Portrait's Late Night continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. All right, we gave you our movie reviews. Uh, It was movie review uh, night uh, there uh, with me. So, uh... Thumbs up uh, for Death Wish. Thumbs up for uh, Equalizer 2. Equalizer 2, a, a little heavier movie, you know, better written, et cetera. You know, bigger, you know, whatever. It's just, it's slicker. Very good movie, Equalizer 2. Uh, I recommend a TV show as well. Great show. You know, I'll just throw it out here right now. You know, it'd be a good remake of a movie, actually, since they did the Equalizer. It, was, it used to be on back-to-back on CBS in the old days. Um, wise Guy. That should be a movie. They should remake that. Turn the TV show Wise Guy into a movie. It would work. You could pull it off. Like the storylines, the, the the theme, it just works. That's another old school TV show that was just great, you know, with like gambling and like music business and drugs. <laughs> and they had great actors, like the dude, like Glenn Fry from the Eagles, uh, Blondie, Deborah Harry was in it. Like they, it was... And they played, like, in the music business. It was like a corrupt record label that was really, like, you know, dealing drugs and ripping everyone off. And they had real real musicians in it and stuff. Great, great. Like, you know, remake, God, I'm full of good ideas. So too bad, like, my ideas are better than my picks. Um, so speaking of which, speaking of which, one of my winners tonight, and, you know, sometimes it's it sucks. We don't catch on to these things earlier. And we're into week 10 right now in the National Football League. Um, so, you know, it sucks sometimes, but better late than never. You know, so there's pretty much still more than half the season left when you include the playoffs, et cetera. Uh, but, you know, we caught on to this, but we haven't been just blindly betting it. And we're going to do it this week. We're going to step up and in. We're blindly betting it. We're going across the board. 
under, and we'll look at the games now, and we'll see if there's a game where, like, we'll accept this one. But there's no more punting in the NFL, guys. Punting, you don't even need a punter. You don't even need a punter. Like, the Indianapolis Colt punter punted once, and he punted at the end of the game. I think there was a penalty, too, on it. Like, I don't even know if they ended up punting. I was laughing about it. Like, they were laughing. They're like, oh, there he is. There's the punter. Um, yeah, he, he didn't punt once tonight. And look, you know, the game wasn't like a track meet. You know, Tennessee's own, Tennessee scored 17 points. They punted three times only. You know, and I tell you, the, the punt prop, guys, the punt prop is, is generally eight and a half. I'm wondering when they're going to move it to seven and a half. They probably will eventually. But the thing is, nobody bets it, right? Nobody bets it. And I can just sit on this and try to cash this. But, you know, I, I love you guys, man. <laughs> so, you know, but it's our, it's our duty to share this stuff with you. And this is something you all know, man. I used to play the long field goal prop. I dabble with the sack props. Like, I'm always looking for the exotic sort of outside prop that nobody's looking at. Remember earlier this year, I was hitting the penalty props. Uh, you know, I was like, man, look at this penalty prop, right? Sort of, I like, you know, when I bet on soccer, I like that. I like, the, you know, the corner kicks, the yellow cards, the game within the game, the game within the game. And I, you know, I had a feeling and it crossed my mind, but, you know, we, there's a lot of energy in the air today with the Masters and, and, you know, and, you know, Cam and me are getting all fired up with the football and everything. But I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, you know this punt prop's going to win. Why don't you just hammer this for real? Just put, like, pretty much everything on the punt prop and kick back. I should have. It didn't even come close. Nobody punts in the NFL anymore. Uh, our main man, Pete in Toronto, who's a Bills fan, sent us. So we were talking about earlier today on one of the shows on Game Time Decisions. And, and I you know, get this. The Buffalo Bill punter doesn't qualify for stats. Think about that. They're seven and two. They played nine games. The Buffalo Bill punter is like a ghost. He doesn't have any stats. Like his, like he doesn't qualify. He hasn't like kicked enough. <laughs> like to to be registered, like to be registered in the stat line, you need to average two point six kicks a game, two point six punts a game. That's the minimum to like be graded, right? He's averaging 2.3 punts a game. So the Bills are averaging 2.3 punts per game this year, guys. Think about that. And we're getting, we're getting, uh, we're getting, we're getting eight and a half punts in these games. And here's the correlation. And it's not just in my head here. So I knew it and I figured it out because I lost. I bet on the over a couple of times with the punts and I lost. And I was like, man, I was like, I got to dig, dig in deeper here. So get this. This is the data through eight weeks. All right. So we've actually played nine weeks. So one week off. But through eight weeks, NFL teams uh, have punted 200 fewer times than they did at the same time last year. That's significant. 200. 200 times. 200 times. Uh, how about this as well? Um, teams are going for it. And this is why I don't play that long field goal prop anymore. We always talk about it. Teams are going for it more all the time because they get it. All right, so get this. Uh, when it's fourth and one this year, teams have went for it 55.9% of the time. Last year, 
And not just last year, but get this. From 2010 through 2019, when it was fourth and one, teams went for it 42% of the time. Like, football's changing. Like, the dynamic of the sport, the way it's played, and we have to evolve if we're going to win betting props. We need to evolve with it. We can't be dumb old men. We can be dumb old men and get angry uh, about modern society, but when it comes to betting, we better be cutting edge. And how about this? Teams are converting on fourth down 69% of the time, uh, which is up 7% on on the fourth and ones. 200 fewer punts. Uh, This is all from the NFL data. Earlier in the week, I talked about a leak memo. Uh, The NFL had a meeting earlier in the week talking about coronavirus and the playoffs and what will they do and, like, you know, all kinds of scenarios. But they were also talking about, like, you know, the league and the data sort of at the halfway point. What are we looking at? What's What are the metrics of our league looking at? And what they came up with was that nobody punts anymore. 200 less punts. Everybody goes for it on fourth down now all the time. And it's pretty much going to be a done deal. It's going to be a done deal um, that instead of onside kicks, it's going to be fourth and 15. So on instead of an onside kick, you can choose to go for it on fourth and 15 from your own 25-yard line. Because basically the onside kick has been taken out. And, you know, I think kicking as a whole will be eventually be eliminated from football. And they get into kickoffs. The memo notes that uh, return rates on kickoffs, 34.6% and punts, 40%, are down. The NFL plans to further explore moving the kickoff line to the 30-yard line from its current spot at the 35. See, it's funny, but you know, you want returns, you don't want returns. Like, figure it out, man. And you see now, teams don't want to return the ball. They don't want to get injured. The players don't do it. Look at the New York Giants, guys. The New York Giants don't have a punt returner. They don't have anybody back there. They take the chance that the ball will bounce their way. <laughs> like, like. I'm dead. Like the Giants do not like even put someone back there to return punts anymore. And and Joe Judge was a special teams guy, and with the Patriots. And this guy is like, now nah, you know what? It's better off. And I swear to God, like the other night, it was bothering me when I had money on the Giants. I'm like, dear God, guys, like really, you're not going to put anyone back here. What if the ball like bounces, rolls? And I swear, every time they got the bounce. <laughs> like once. Once the other team punted, they had no one there. The ball, like, landed at the 30 and popped back up and went to, like, the 40. They picked up 10 yards. I don't know if he just figures, you know what? My guy's going to fumble. He's going to get hurt. Like, nothing good is going to happen from this. He's not returning it for a touchdown anyways, right? Like, that's a new thing. And you'll see, punt returners, you send guys out there, and um, then they get hurt. Look at Deshaun Jackson. That's how stupid Doug Peterson is, though. Right, like I remember they sent like um, I remember earlier it was Golden Tate with the Giants. They sent him back, and he had no interest in in running it. Right, like these veteran wide receivers that used to do that, they're not down with it. So you you send them out there, they're just gonna fair catch it. <laughs> so remember poor Deshaun Jackson, who always gets hurt, but it wasn't his fault. Poor Deshaun. I remember they're losing the game. It's a blowout, or they were up, whatever it was. I remember I tweeted about it, and I said, "What are you doing, Peterson?" You're putting Deshaun Jackson in to return punts? Like, why? You're losing the game. There's like two, three minutes left. What are you doing? He puts Deshaun Jackson in. 
No, no, they won the game. It was against the Giants. They barely won. That was it. It was they were icing the game late. He put Deshaun Jackson in to return to catch a punt. No, to to Peterson's defense, Deshaun Jackson called a fair catch and got killed by the guy in the Giants. Remember, two dudes on the Giants hit him at once. He actually called a fair catch and he got knocked out. Was he done for the year or whatever? He was severely injured after that. And I just remember I tweeted at the time. I'm like Peterson. Deshaun Jackson's a veteran who's always hurt. Like, brilliant idea, buddy, putting him out there on the punt coverage, bro. Like, great, great idea. And then he got hurt. So, you know, NFL is changing. The long field goal prop doesn't hit anymore because, as we just talked about, everybody goes for it all the time. And that, that's significant. From 2010 to 2019, they went for it 42% of the time on fourth and one. Now it's 55% of the time. And they're converting it on 65% of the time. So why the hell would you wuss out at any time? Just go for it all the time, man. 65% of the time. Coaches that play to lose, lose. But this Sunday, we're going to be cashing in under punts. Punts. Like, come on, man. Let, let, let's look at the Buffalo Bills in Arizona. How many times are these teams really punting between the two of them? Buffalo averaged 2.3 uh, uh, punts a game. All right, like, look. The worst team in the NFL, the New York Jets, punt five times a game. Buffalo punt 2.3 times a game, the second lowest in the NFL. Carolina punt the least, two times a game. The Raiders punt 2.4 times a game. New England, 2.5. Green Bay, 2.9. Dallas, even, who sucked, 2.9. Cleveland, three. You see, like, there's not a correlation between having a good offense and lack of punting. Nobody punts. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I like to really dig down deeper and talk to someone smarter than me about this and say, why? Is, are they fumbling? Is it like, what? what is like, because, you know, like, look, the Buffalo Bills, man, the Buffalo Bills were the first team since like 1941 or something to, to win a football game playing football, pro football, that they didn't score a touchdown and they didn't punt. Think about that. The Buffalo Bills played the New York Jets a couple of weeks ago. The Bills did not score a touchdown. They kicked six field goals, and they never punted once. <laughs> They're the first team in modern era history to win an NFL game without scoring a touchdown and without punting. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, it doesn't add up. You know, I guess it does. They marched down the field six times and kicked uh, seven times. He missed one, or he missed two, actually. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. They went down the field eight times and kicked six field goals. Right? So these props at eight and a half, guys, let's 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 sweep it in while we can before they move it to six and a half and seven and a half and whatever. They're not going to scare me at seven and a half. We'll play it. We'll play it. But um, I think if you take anything uh, from tonight's show, uh, think about what I just talked about with the lack of punting, teams going forward as much as they are, and the uh, the revolution of uh, of offense in professional football and how we can make money betting it we have to evolve you know they asked lane kiffin about nick saban he said what, what what makes Saban so good he goes for an old guy man the guy's interested in new stuff bring it SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Late night anger management class. <laughs> Late night anger management class uh, continues. Uh, we got uh, someone someone in our chat says uh, they love me, but I hit my peak when I was in the band Homicide. Um, and I'm laughing uh, because I think I made about 28 bucks uh, in that band. <laughs> I spent more. I spent uh, more. I spent more on dinner uh, tonight than I think I've ever made uh, in the music business. Actually, it's not true. We've had a couple of good nights. Music business is sort of like gambling. Uh, there's been a couple of good nights along the way, but when you're in a speed metal band, yeah, let me tell you, you're not in it for the money. It's like Yang. Yang's not in this business for the money. It's the passion. He likes he get, he likes getting yelled at. He likes yelling at other people. He likes crazy trollers. He like he likes it all. It's all about the passion, right, Yang? I don't like, like it, it, buddy. I don't like it. I love it, buddy. I love it. I live for it. <laughs> yeah, you got you got you got to embrace it. Yeah, like I said, like like I said earlier. So now we can say, all right, everyone chill out and not be so angry. But no, why? You know, let's uh, embrace our feelings, right? Embrace your emotions. You're better off in life. Uh, you're better off in life that way. And look, we had a, we had a great show. Uh, we had a great show this evening, and it actually took my mind off of the Tennessee Titans. Like, dear God, man! Like, holy crap! Holy crap! Not special teams. Not special teams. You know, like really, somebody sent me a good gif on uh, on Twitter about uh, you know about their special teams. Remember, like the episode of The Simpsons when Homer and Flanders are the coach, and like uh, you know, little uh, Ralph Wiggum was on the team. I'm special. Yeah, you are. Like yeah, basically, like The Simpsons, like could have done a better job on special teams. Like, oh, block punt for a touchdown, shank punt that leads to a touchdown, missed field goal, 17 points swing, 17 points swing. And and they lose by 17. And oh yeah, by the way, and by the way, we bet the in-game over 52 and a half, gets the 51 easily. They're inside the red zone like 10 times. They don't score. And in the end, it's the good old sports rage screw job. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.